uh, God has been working really, really powerfully in Kyle's life, in Kyle and Lane's life. And I wanted to give uh, a minute, a couple of minutes for Kyle just to share some of his story of what God's been doing, and then we're going to get to experience something really uh, cool together. So, Kyle. Uh, I learned about 52 days ago that I'm a really ugly crier. <laughs> it happens, it's been happening a lot, a lot. So, uh, sorry if we go over. It's okay. Bring it. <laughs> um, so, I grew up in a family that went to church. I'm baptized. I asked Jesus into my heart, New Life Ranch, seventh grade. I went to Metro Christian Academy. I was surrounded by godly people and worship. I learned about his word. But I strayed from God, I strayed far. Pattern of sin entered my life and I felt powerless to stop it. Despite many milestones in my life when I wanted to change. Despite God's blessings for me, seeing my family flourish, I was helpless in my fight against sin. And I was full of guilt and shame as I walked the path toward death and destruction. I was leading my family down the path with me. But God is faithful. Before Cornerstone, we struggled to make connections at church. Always feeling like it was too big, it was too easy to slip in and out and never really have a conversation with anyone. When we heard about Cornerstone, Lane knew instantly she wanted to be a part of it. We started to connect to people. We knew John's genuine love for this community, and we just dove in. And each week, God was softening my heart. And our apprentice group last all was instrumental in God's long-suffering work in me. And I finally found strength in God, in Christ, the Holy Spirit, I just repented, mm. repented of my sin, confessed everything. I know shame, guilt, and embarrassment are powerful emotions, but more powerful is God's love for me, Christ dying for me, knowing there's nothing God cannot redeem. Believing this in my heart. My sin was already defeated. There was so much truth in the apprentice group book, The Good and Beautiful God. And in that book, we read about the parable of the workers, how God's grace is unchanging. Read that God hates sin, not the sinner. And for the first time, maybe ever, I believed that. Mm. Believing all this made me realize I'm not too late for salvation, and I'm not too far where God can't reach me. Unless I look to the future, we're doing the year of the Bible. It's such an amazing thing. I'm enjoying everything I'm reading. The narrative, the subplots, the subtleties, the nuance. And I'm realizing how rich God's word is. And I just can't get enough. Elaine and I chose a word of the year for 2019, something we've never done before. And we chose joy. Choosing joy every day as we heal together. And there's another meaning 
I try to devote myself to God and others and reframe my priorities. Mm. I lived in selfishness for so long that the initialization, joy, Jesus, others, you, it has an immense significance for me. So I try to put Jesus first and others next and myself dead last. I've been listening to a lot of the Bible Project, thanks to John. They note the biblical joy is a decision of faith and hope. The power of Jesus' own life and love. It's regardless of our present trials. And finally, we found so much confidence in this community. We finally feel connected to God and to a community. And the outpouring of love we've received since first being a part of Cornerstone has been life-giving. You all have made a difference to me. To this family. And it's not an overstatement to say we are eternally grateful. We know God's faithful to send his encouragement to us through this community. So thank you all. Thank you, John. Most importantly, thanks be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So this morning, <clears throat> this morning, <laughs> Kyle's not the only ugly crier, okay? <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's been baptized before. This morning, Kyle's going to reaffirm his baptism um, and uh, restore his faith publicly. And we believe in our theological tradition that, that baptism is not only a public profession of our faith, it's a Holy Spirit thing, that God does something through baptism. And therefore, we don't, we don't re-baptize. And the model for baptism for us is Jesus' own baptism. When he was baptized by his cousin John, he goes under the water, he comes out, and the voice of the Heavenly Father speaks over him, this is my son whom I love. It gives us a picture of being adopted into God's family. And the Spirit descends like a dove uh, and rested on him. And it gives us a picture that at baptism, we're adopted into the family of God, we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so we could never out-baptize our sin. Every one of us would need to get dunked every day. So we don't re-baptize, but we do. There are milestones in a person's life where we want to give the invitation to reaffirm a, a baptism. And uh, so the trick is for all of us is to live into our baptism, live into that baptized identity as those people who are given the Holy Spirit and who, who are adopted into the family of God. And it's kind of like in a marriage where uh, one spouse may hit the road and say, I'm done with this. They're living abroad. They're, are they still technically married? Well, yeah, but they're not living into their marriage. And so were that spouse to return, it would be entirely natural for them to make a reaffirmation of their marriage vows, whether in a formal or an informal way. And that's what, that's what Kyle is going to do uh, right now. So in just a second, and Joe, you can go ahead and come up. And Harvey and Lila, do you guys want to come up too? Your call. <laughs> uh, in just a second, I'm going to ask Kyle the questions we would ask a person uh, when they're being baptized. And, and Kyle is going to um, splash his face with water as a way of remembering his baptism. And after he does that, I'm going to anoint him with oil. And you know what's really cool, guys? I have no idea where I got this little thing of anointing oil. I found it in the drawer. But it's <laughs> pastor's drawers. That's what happens. But it's called the, it says oil of joy on it. Isn't that so fitting? Isn't that so great? Uh, after uh, Kyle is, has splashed his face and anointed him with oil, I want every hand in the room to stretch out a hand toward this family and to pray for him 
And then when we say amen, not for Kyle's sake or for Lane's sake, but to honor God. Let's shout and applaud and celebrate this work of resurrection that God's done. Isn't that so great? So Joe, uh, Joe is, is uh, Lane's dad, Kyle's father-in-law, and I've asked uh, Joe if, if he would pray for Kyle. Thank you, Lord, for Kyle, as he publicly reaffirms his faith and commitment to you. As he stands here this morning in front of you, his family, his friends, and his church, bless him in this expression of faith. In Luke chapter 12, verse 8, you say, I assure you that those who declare publicly that they belong to me, the Son of Man, would do the same for them before the angels of God. So please, Lord, here Kyle stands. Hmm. Strengthen his resolve. Equip him with the power of your word and surround him with those who would lift him up in prayer and support. Thank you also, Lord, that Kyle's part of our family and the special relationship you've blessed us with. As husband Delane, Harvey and Lila's dad, as a brother-in-law, uncle, or son-in-law, his faith and witness have always impacted our lives and have been a very special to us. Finally, Lord, thank you for Lane and Harvey and Lila as together they walk alongside Kyle in this journey. Bless them and bless this family as they grow together in faith. Let your spirit shine brightly in their lives and your grace always be upon them. And please, please, Lord, let their faith have a foundation that will last for thousands of generations. Yes. These things we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. So, Kyle, three questions for you. Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and the power that God gives you to resist evil in whatever forms they present themselves? I do. Kyle, do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord as part of Christ's church all the days of your life? I do. And Kyle, remember your baptism and be grateful. Stretch out a hand and pray for this man. Kyle, you are a new creation in Jesus Christ. There's no condemnation for you in Jesus Christ. Jesus has given you his righteousness. He's adopted you into his family. He's poured out his spirit on you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, now and forever live as a man of God, as a person who's pursuing Jesus, and never look back. Father, pour out your spirit on Kyle Colhane and on this family that this day might be a mile marker for them, a watershed moment when they knew they were going to follow Jesus forever, no matter the cost. Pour out your spirit on this family and help them to follow you with overflowing joy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everybody honor God. Say amen. amen.